When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. The Opus, an exploration of legendary records and their ongoing legacy. Not just the history, but how this music continues to evolve. Shaping lives, shaking rafters, and ingraining itself into our culture. We're opening the vault on a recent Classic Records re-release, delving into its inner workings and lasting impact. Maybe you're a longtime fan who wants to go deeper. Maybe you're a first-time listener and you're curious to hear more. Either way, you're in the right place. Find us at Consequence of Sound, iTunes, or wherever you tune into podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's an audio interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Take a moment before we get started here. To subscribe, we put out uh, several interviews every single week, and you can subscribe at iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. You can follow along at Spotify, or you can hit the subscribe button over on YouTube. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Tom Morello. Yes, you know him from Rage Against the Machine, from Audio Slave as the Night Watchman, and for the first time uh, on a full album as himself, Tom Morello with the record The Atlas Underground. This defines him teaming up with a ton of huge, worldwide famous musicians. And we're going to talk about how it came together, working with those, what the process was like, uh, specifically to Gary Clark Jr. and working with Marcus Mumford and Mumford & Sons, the time he texted Dave Grohl to be on the record, and the subject matter within, hunger, climates, and empowerment. We'll also talk a little bit about Rage Against the Machine and the upcoming 20th anniversary of the Battle of Los Angeles, get an update on uh, Prophets of Rage, and hear how this is all going to come together live in 2019. It's Kyle Meredith with Tom Morello. Hello. Congratulations on the Atlas Underground. Thank you very much. 
been a lot of fun. This seems like the we'll start with the softball question here. I mean, it's the first full sure. release under your your own name. You didn't go for the Night Watchman or anything like that uh, because it's an electric guitar record, and and the idea with this record was to create a sonic conspiracy with a diverse artist with the lofty goal of you know forging a brand new genre of rock and roll that combines you know Marshall Stack Fury and huge EDM drops. So it's a it's a solo record in that I am the uh, you know, a songwriter and the guitarist and the curator, but it's also a collaborative record in that I've brought together, you know, 20 or so very diverse artists to, you know, on this mission to really make this unique new alloy uh, for 2018. You know, you talk about uh, creating a new sound. You're no stranger to creating a new version of rock and roll. I mean, this is something you've done in the yeah. past. It seems like that sets the bar sort of at a certain point for you when you're looking at something like this. Yeah, I mean, I love to challenge myself as a guitarist and as an artist. And, you know, I had never, uh, growing up, I had never been a fan of electronic music or what my understanding of electronic music was and when i discovered knife party and bass nectar and skrillex and a few others that that had grown up on rage against the machine i really heard in that music the kind of sonic power and the tension and release of some of my favorite you know rock and metal bands uh and called those guys up and said well what if we replace your synthesizers with my electric guitar we might be onto something you know unique it was also it's also important to me to this record serve as a trojan horse for electric guitar playing in 2018 in that we've got a song every step that i take which uh, which is the collaboration with portugal the man and weefen you know it's kind of on the alternative rock charts and whatnot and somebody told me the other day that it's been 10 years it's been more than 10 years that an alternative rock charting song has had a guitar solo in it oh my god that's that's sad <laughs> good for you but that's yeah, sad exactly. yeah yeah, it, it is sad, but I mean that means there's work to be done. Is right. the way I look at it, and uh, and by by you know without compromising one iota on the you know on the rock and roll and on the shredding guitar playing, but by melding it with interesting uncompromising artists like Bass Nectar and Big Boy and Killer Mike and Wu Tang Clan and Vic Mensa and Marcus Mumford and Rise Against and Steve Aoki to make these you know really like unique new versions of rock and roll for uh, subsequent generations. All these names, there, there's a few in there. Especially, I guess, really a lot of them. Um, I mean, it's a chance for them to paint with a, a sort of different paintbrush as well, too. Exactly. Did, yeah. did, it, did they feel like they all kind of fell into place? I mean, did anybody feel extra challenged on this that you noticed? Yeah, well, each, each, song, each song came together in a different way. You know, like, like Gary Clark Jr. and I, he came over and we jammed for about three and a half hours just having a ball, just playing. And then I boiled that song down in the three and a half minutes, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and so that was just like sort of free-form jamming. Other songs were more meticulously put together where with the, the, the lead track, Battle Sirens with Knife Party, I sent them like a riff tape where there'd be, you know, like, here's 10 riffs and here's 10 crazy guitar noises and, and use those use your production techniques but replace your electronics with my analog rock and roll guitar to create something that's you know like if my guitar playing were the Ansel Adams black and white photo I want to make the smashed Picasso version of that something that's recognizable uh, but you hear it in an entirely different way and Marcus Mumford might be the most surprising of all the guests on here I'm a mm. fan of Marcus but you know it, yeah. as far as you know the further into the spectrum to where everybody else is it seems like you both kind of brought each other closer to your usual world, though. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, Mark's. I mean, I've I've played some Night Watchman shows with Mumford and Sons. I'm a huge fan of his singing and his band, and uh, we've overlapped on festivals through the years. And we're also rock dads who have a lot to <laughs> talk about and drink about. Uh, so we, uh, you know, we over a couple of of FaceTime sessions wrote that song on two continents. He was in you know, he was in the UK, and I was in actually three continents. I think there was South America was in there as well. Uh, but no, I'm a, a, a huge fan of his stuff. And then Josh from Fantagram, you know, produced that track. And and to me, it's like it's a it's a great meeting of of all of our worlds. Yeah. And you mentioned Gary. And it also has a guitar solo. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you mentioned guitar uh, or uh, Gary Clark Jr. there too. Because when you think about the two of you, I mean, here's two guitar gods and, and, and you hear about a three yeah. hour jam. It's still yeah. not the type of sound type of song right. that, that I would expect right. out of that. Yeah. Well, that's not the record. I mean, people have made, I wanted to make a record that was conceptually, n- not sonically the Hendrix of now. And what I mean by that is it's got to have, extraordinary guitar playing. It's got to have one thing that Hendrix had was he had songs that were connected with the radio and songs that were he he I want to inject my you know inflict my guitar vision on you know 2018 and then also the you know the genre that Hendrix dealt in was blues rock and millions of guitar players have made blues rock records. No one's yet made a record you know like with me and Gary Clark Jr. that rocks in the particular way that this uh, song and this album rocks. Would I would I be uh, too far out when when because I was thinking about there I, I can hear seeds of this record in like Audio Slaves Hypnotize that one came to mind sure 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 it's been in my mind for a while like I I, I produced a couple songs on a Crystal Method record back in the day on their record Tweekend I did a song with Prodigy you know maybe almost twenty years ago and I remember in those sessions thinking like like this hasn't been done great yet like we were sort of circling around it, you know, on those songs. And I felt like this real potential to use this, like, my kind of 70s riff rock meets, you know, crazy R2-D2 meets shredding guitar playing with these huge drops and beat that, you know, it really stuck in my mind. And it was, you know, some years ago, I've been working on this record for, you know, clandestinely for some time. And, you know, it was a, a metal friend of mine turned me on to, you know, Knife Party and Skrillex. And I was like, that's when the light bulb blew. And I was like, now's the time to, you know, like, concentrate all my efforts to really make something that's a, you know, like a, a forward-looking statement for the electric guitar. How much did control did you have over the lyrics too because i feel like if an artist knows yeah. that they're working with tom morello yeah. it sort of puts yeah. you in a frame of mind what you're going to be singing about yeah we had we had lengthy discussion with the lyricist and the co i wrote some lyrics as well but with the lyricist on the record that the theme the, there was a, 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 a an overarching narrative of social justice ghost stories on the record and that is we're telling the stories of the past martyrs and the fallen to shed light on the struggles of the present and hopefully light a sonic bonfire as a, as a beacon towards a more just and humane future. So yeah, there is a lot of, you know, whether it's police brutality, which is addressed by Wu-Tang Clan and lead poisoning, uh, or by Bass Nectar and Big Boy in Rabbit's Revenge, or, uh, you know, bodies dropping on their way to the border in Roadrunner with LaCaylee 47, or a whispered prayer through a, a death row prison wall in the Marcus Mumford song, Find Another Way. You know, we wanted to, you know, tell these, these kind of hidden, tell these ghost stories uh, in 2018. You're talking about, you know, finding out a lot of these artists, you know, were rage fans growing up and everything. Sure. And, and I thought, sure. especially when you're talking about those hip-hop artists, when they have that frame of mind, sure. I mean, it's it's hard not to at least have that, like, in the back of your mind, like, this sort of sounds a little bit like rage might have sounded in 2018, <laughs> you know? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, that's, well, I'm, I'm the guitarist, so there's, there's, that <laughs> right. part of it is... Uh, 
you know, is uh, is one of the sonic cornerstones. And, you know, in the subject matter, there's certainly a lot to sing about in 2000, sing and rap about in 2018. Worth noting, though, uh, Battle of Los Angeles turns 20 next year. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Do you celebrate those things? Is that Does that pop up at all? Uh, you know, it's certainly, it's certainly worth an Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is crazy. Um, you know, I'm looking, I'm actually sitting in my, my den right now looking at the Battle of Los Angeles platinum record on the wall. So it's, that's 20 years old. That is nuts. Yeah. Time flies. I mean, I, I was thinking like, you know, I, I gather while it's been, you know, while the band's been absent for uh, almost 20 years, I mean, it's in your life every day. I mean, especially when sure. you get on the phone on an interview or anything. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, rage and audio slave and prophets of rage and, you know, and the night watchman. Like it's, it's been, a, it's been quite a journey of, you know, since I made my, this is this, the Alice Underground is my 19th studio album. Wow. And uh, yeah. And it's, uh, if you include the two Springsteen ones, <laughs> you know, so it's a uh, pretty crazy. And you're and, gonna you know, be... those four rage records were a huge part of that. Yeah. You're going to be juggling like several of these next year, right? This is like your next year. Yeah. 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 We're working on more prophets music. And I think there's, you know, there's upcoming shows getting ready to be announced too. And, uh, and the Atlas Underground, I've been doing this uh, uh, Atlas Underground experience tour, which is, you know, it's part discussion and part shredding my ass off, which has been really fun. But the, uh, but the proper, the proper Atlas Underground tour is going to happen in, you know, in 2019. I'm working with um, Sean Evans, who is the artistic director for Roger Waters for The Wall and for the Us and Them tours. And we're putting together something pretty special for 2019. And we're talking about the live version here, right? Yeah, the live version. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it seems like there's so many opportunities, whether it's just, you know, different artists coming in and out of the tour or, or sure. whatnot. I mean, I don't know how much you want to talk about that. It seems like there's still some secrecy there, but how do you present something yeah, of this it's, scope it's, it's live? In the, it's in the I mean, the idea, the, the challenge, the obvious challenge is Wu-Tang and Rise Against and Mumford and & Sons and Steve Aoki, Bass Nectar, myself, etc., are not all going to fit on one tour bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and scheduling could be difficult in that regard. So, so my way of looking at the glass half full is we have to create a show that whether everybody shows up or nobody shows up, it's got to be really dynamic and compelling, and it's going to combine elements of, you know, sort of part art installation, part big rock show, part illegal 90s rave, part, you know, it's like there's a lot of a lot of disparate elements that are going to come crashing together to make something pretty exciting. Tri- trivial fact I was kind of curious about here, too, while we're on those, uh, the idea of uh, the guests. I read at some part that you texted Dave Grohl to be on this record. Yeah, yeah, I was making the, uh, the uh, Steve Aoki had sent me the mix of the of the song that became how long and it just totally rocked me and and i said who do you think we should approach to sing at and he said i really love tim uh, mcelrath from rise against and i love dave Grohl, and i think they'd you know either one of them would be great and i said i'll text them both and see who hits me back first <laughs> and uh and tim tim got the gig and dave lost <laughs> out i mean he's not hurting for yeah, you know I something to do, I, but... loved, I love dave I, I had the great good for i saw dave the other day uh, and had the great good fortune to he's jammed a couple times with Prophets of Rage where we have absolutely, you know, blown the roof off the joint playing with that guy. And uh, I look forward to playing with him whenever, you know, I have the opportunity. Yeah, selfishly, I, I want to hear that someday, that collaboration that could have been on a record like this yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, Well, he's a great dude. There's that, that's, I'm sure there's that possibility is, is likely to happen. Yeah, Prophets of Rage, uh, what, Heart of Fire came out in the summer. That's your latest, sure. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been in the studio on and off since then working on what will be our next studio. 
studio record. Cool. And maybe 2019? Is that what you're eyeing? Hopefully 2019, yeah. Awesome. You know, to, to have so many different lives and births in this career, I mean, it's amazing what yeah. you pull off. It is. I mean, I, ima- I honestly, when I, you know, I imagined myself when I joined my first high school band, I thought I would be in one band for my entire life. <laughs> you know, I sort of, you know, I really thought, like, I'm just going to dig in. This is going to be my band. And, the, and the, you know, when, 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 you know, Rage Against the Machine broke up, which was a global band, broke up, I really, you know, like the, that cliche of when, a, you know, a door closes, a window opens, like it led to, you know, a very richly satisfying, you know, audio slave life of global rock, you know, arena rocking. And then, you know, and then making four Night Watch, you know, Night Watchman albums that are near and dear to my heart and playing on picket lines and protests all over the globe to playing in Street Sweeper Social Club with soon to be Oscar nominated Boots Riley, <laughs> you know, to, uh, you know, spending over the course of some six years playing on and off with the e- Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band and then the wonderful journey of the Prophets of Rages Band and now making this Alice Underground record that I'm, you know, I'm making music that I'm uh, more excited about than anything I've made in my life. And uh, it's pretty awesome, yeah, you know, to, uh, yeah, I mean, the one thing that I've, that I've stayed true to, really, like the first record that I made was a, a band called Lock Up on Geffen Records and, and that was a band that played by the rules and we, and I was 22 years old and I thought, well, you know, record companies know best and producers always know, but, you know, what do I know? And, and we made a record that was compromised and it wasn't, the record wasn't as good as the band and, and I learned a lesson. The band got dropped and at 26 or 27 years old, I had had my grab at the brass ring and I was done. I thought, well, if I'm not going to, you know, make records or be a rock star, I'm going to make a solemn vow to myself to never play another note of music that I don't believe in. And I've stuck with that over the next 18 records and that feels good. And, and the stuff you're saying, I mean, we should definitely take the moment here at the end to talk about that too, because there are so many issues to, to, to put a, a bright spotlight on and to try to grasp. Sure. But one of those, uh, you know, let alone as many as you do. And, you know, I notice uh, what hunger is a crime seems to be, a, a, you know, a, sure. one of those spotlights for you right now. I mean, is sure. that are, are, do you find yourself directed in one way more than others? Yeah, well, I mean, on this record, we've, we've, you know, uh, the uh, Why Hunger is the organization that you know I, I've worked with for years, and and I do believe that poverty and hunger are a crime, and uh, they're man-made. Uh, you know, and the environment, of course, is a big deal. You know, now we're at a historical crossroads of life or death for the planet. With the song Every Step I Take, we've partnered with Save, which is a suicide prevention organization. That issue is very near and dear to my heart. If there's one overarching issue, however, it's uh, also sorry. I should mention one more color of change which is a criminal justice proponent, uh, which we partnered with on the song Rapids Revenge. But there's one overarching issue that has is been through the entire body of work that I've been involved in. It's that of empowerment. And it's that the, that the audience is the agent of change and that history is not something that happens. History is something that you make. And that the people who have changed the world in progressive, radical, or even revolutionary ways had no more power, courage, intelligence, or creativity than anyone reading this article right now. Uh, it's just a matter of doing it. Or abstaining, sitting on the sidelines, and letting some other sons of bitches drive this planet into a ditch. It's entirely up to you. And I appreciate everything you're doing out there. I mean, it's, your music has meant so much to my life, and, and it's taught me a lot. Right the up. stuff that you're saying... You know, because it, it, it does point me in the direction. I mean, the, the things you're talking about, when I look at the, the chain link of those big issues, that hunger is a food distribution problem that affects the climate, that is consumption. Right. I mean, you know, and, and right. to kind of hold all of that. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's what we've been, you know, since the first rec- Rage record to this Alice Underground record that we've been hammering away is the people that own and control the planet don't deserve to. You deserve to, and your readers deserve to. And it's, you know, it's in it's in the interest of humanity that we should organize our society, not in the interest of the uh, profit 
for a few. Yeah, well, Tom, thank you so much for what you do. Congratulations on the record. It's been so much fun talking to you as well. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Take care. We'll yeah. see you soon, hopefully. All right, man. Take All right, care. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. A big thanks to Tom Morello for the call again. The uh, record is called The Atlas Underground, and it's available right now. If you haven't already, please do hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to, whether it's on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. Go ahead and hit the subscription button right now, and then head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern, where you'll also find some bonus episodes of this series. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.